Welcome back to the Gathering Podcast. I am Travis. And I am not. Thankfully. (laughs) Thankfully. Hey. I uh, God be, creates us all you'd, unique. You'd be lucky to be me, Will. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Will. Thank you. Uh, well, welcome. If uh, it's your first time joining us, uh, thank you for uh, tuning in and highly recommend that you take some time and um, catch up a little bit on a couple episodes and uh, why we do this and... Um, the purpose of our community and a uh, couple other, a uh, couple other good ones in there, I guess. And uh, anyway, today um, we're going to be diving into seeking God. Uh, last time we had uh, discussed saved by works, as you may have figured, that was a little bit more clickbait, I guess, than anything else. As was the uh, one before. <laughs> Stop cursing. Yes. Uh, um. It was funny because I, uh, uh, I put the saved by works, and um, one of uh, one of my buddies was just like, "Ah, now he he's like, oh, that's clickbait," because he's like, <laughs> he's like, I knew you didn't you didn't believe that, but you would uh, w- with your mention of uh, we were saved by we works. Are. Uh, the works of Jesus, <laughs> I, I, and and the red flag that that threw up for me, I thought that would be a good. Uh, good one for that. So, um, anyway, yeah. So today we're gonna dive a little bit into what it looks like to seek God and why we would seek God in the first place, and then why kind of why we don't naturally as well. Um, and just diving right in here, we're actually gonna take it from uh, the book of Daniel. Uh, we see through Daniel's life, the book of Daniel. Um, if you do any kind of study in Daniel. Uh, you'll find out that he was influential in his time in a very hard um, or difficult situation where he's a slave and, and um, he, he, he was, they tried to kill him and all, all sorts of stuff. Um, he was still influential and had an ear with the king and was able to accomplish a lot for God's people um, in finding favor in that time. And so what we see, though, is some things that through all this, Daniel um, kept going back to and um, seeking God and how he specifically sought God. Um, And so those things are, he was in the word, um, he was in prayer and he fasted. And so we kind of want to just look a little bit here. And of course, there's many other ways that we can seek God. Um, But just a little study from Daniel nine, we're going to pull up here and, look more in-depth at the, maybe the first two. Um, and I'm thinking next podcast is going to be solely focused on fasting. Yeah. So should be uh, interesting. So let's just re- real quick here. We'll read uh, Daniel 9. We're taking this from verses 2 and 3. Um, it says, In the first year of his reign, which was Darius at the time, I, Daniel, perceived in the books... The number of years that according to the word of the Lord to Jeremiah the prophet must pass before the end of the desolations of Jerusalem, namely 70 years. Then, so after he perceived in the books, then I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and pleased for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And so just 
so so we see those three things. So in this uh, beginning of the book of Daniel, we see Daniel in his teenage years, and by the end, he's like in his 80s. So anyone who's listening, I would think, probably was within that age range. <laughs> um, and so this is um, this is for you to, to hear and listen to. But basically, so how does this relate to men? And I, I'm thinking maybe not just men, but but everyone, we're, we're creatures of habit. And it, we either have good habits or we have bad habits. And first and foremost, D- Daniel was a man. So Oh, he was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Daniel was a man. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's pretty relative. <laughs> um, but we're creatures of habit, right? And so if we're not in the habit of reading God's word or prayer or fasting, then it's going to be hard for us to do it. And we don't want just more work, right? We don't want rules. We want tools of how to accomplish things. Um, and so in, in thinking about how I would go about this and I don't want to spend 24 hours reading God's word and, uh, well, maybe I do. I don't, I actually don't have that desire. <laughs> I, don't, all I, day. I don't think that would be good I'd for fall. me. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be good for any of us, which is why, you know, like we tend as men and, and me, I speak from experience too, that we overestimate what we can do in a small amount of time and underestimate what we can accomplish over a long period of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know that's true for me when it comes to, uh, when it comes to work, like sure. I am not a morning guy. And so, um, I, I would, you know, I had my, my time to get started for work and it would be, you know, X time in the morning and I would stay in front of my computer for all this time. And I felt like I accomplished very little. Sure. Um, and then I started just kind of taking mornings a little bit slower and, um, enjoying them, sitting, sipping my coffee, listening to some, uh, other either podcasts or, um, my you version devotionals and, um, just letting myself experience the quiet of the morning and then starting work and then making sure that I got up and took a walk and, just intentionally doing other things that made me feel good. And then the time spent at work, (laughs) I was engaged, I was productive and it was like, I got, I got more in five hours, I guess of work than in eight hours or nine hours of sitting in front of the computer. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I I think of it, I guess for you finance guys, think of it this way. Can you make money quick Sure, if you bought the right stock at the right time and put a bunch of money into it, and, and but it, it happened to go up. But even that, even that, even <laughs> what that's a not even that's not quick because it usually requires like long term research. research and, Absolutely, yeah, right. yeah. So, but but little investments over time. Guess what? At the end of that, mm-hmm. you're going to have a substantial amount. Yeah, you think of the same thing. Like I want to lose weight or I want to build muscle. I can't just go to the gym, work out all day, and then all of a sudden I've lost all this weight or I've gained all this muscle. It's increments, workout by workout by workout, that you will build your muscle and you'll slowly lose the weight. And the same thing is true for the soul. I think I heard, I heard a story once. Um, someone said, well, 
why should I come to church every day in or every Sunday and listen to the sermon? Like I don't remember what we do, what a month ago was. Mm-hmm. And, the, <clears throat> and the pastor said to the other guy, he's like, "Well, do you remember what you ate last week? Do you remember what you ate a month ago?" <laughs> well, no, but it nourished you, didn't it? Like, like yeah. it got you to this point. Like, <laughs> sure. Um, and so the same thing is true. Like, we need to create healthy, good habits of being in the Word consistently and continuously and little by little God works through that and through that prayer time that we spend and but if we don't have habits that's the problem we need to learn how to create habits we need to learn how to have the desire and you know not be legalistic about it you know like if you want to sit down and um, maybe you do a family devotional and but they don't want to do it that night at dinner like don't Okay, talk about something else then. Yeah. Like you don't need yeah. to be legalistic about it. Um, but we do need to seek the Lord, and seeking the Lord um, means being in His presence, means seeking His face. Um, and so, what? And and there yeah. is there is something to, um, you know, you had mentioned being creatures of habit. And yeah, there there is something to that methodology. Again, you don't want to be extremely legalistic about it. However. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that, uh, that consistency over time, there's a, there's a grind to it. You know, there it's, it's just like with anything else, you know, there, there may be a dry season, but that doesn't mean that you should just not do it cause you don't want right. to, you know? Um, so it, yeah, if you're, if you're having devotions with your family every night and one night out of the week, like you decide to and let's do something a little bit different. Let's spend time together as a family, but yeah. do it a little bit different, you know, whatever. I, I think that's completely 100% acceptable, but we just need to keep in mind that, um, that, you know, there are, uh, there, there is, there is progress in just that daily grind, if you will. Yeah. Sometimes you have to, just do it. You know, I think we had a podcast about that. I think uh, we did. <laughs> um, but we're to seek the Lord um, continually and consciously. Uh, Psalm 105 says this. It says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. It's ongoing. It's daily. It's, you know, it's even when you don't want to, that's how you build a habit, right? It's you're doing things that you might not necessarily want to, but you do it long enough, you create a habit. You have a, a normal yeah. time to do it. Um, and there's, you know, there's promises that come and and good that comes from seeking God. First uh, Chronicles says, uh, "And you, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father and serve Him with a whole heart and with a willing mind." For the Lord searches all hearts and understands every plan and thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he'll cast you off forever. Uh, Hebrews 11 says, Without faith it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Now what that reward looks like is up to God in right. your life. Right. Um, and we could go on and, t- on <laughs> there, and talk about there, what I was going to say there, there's, <laughs> there's an entire uh, podcast series just on that right, right. There, but uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a very wise guy, A.W. Uh, a. Tozer. A wise guy, eh? A wise guy. Yeah. Wing. <laughs> but he says, uh, this is in a, a U version um, devotional I was reading. It had a quote from him, and it says that complacency is a deadly foe of all spiritual growth. Like, just, just not doing anything. Mm, yeah. Do something, even if it's reading a verse a day. Sure. To do something, start small, start somewhere, there will be progress. It's the not starting. It's the setting it aside and sure. I don't need that or I don't need to go to church and I don't need to set time to so, read every day. So there's a, uh, um, uh, the biological process. I don't really know what you can call it, but there is no, um, there is no, uh, how should I say? I don't really know how to say this cause it just popped into my head, but, um, th- there's no static, uh, situation in a cell right that cell is either developing and growing or it's dying there's no so in in life biology that's life right um it's the same way in our spiritual lives yeah there you're either growing or you're falling away you know so there's no no neutral ground you don't stay the same yeah yeah so that's where those um, the consistency uh, is critical. Yeah, you're either moving closer to God or further away. Mm-hmm. It's, <laughs> um, it's the lukewarm in Revelations we see. You're, you're either hot or cold. <laughs> like, I'd rather you be hot or cold. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but why? So, so I, the question comes up so we should seek God, and there's verses that say we should seek God, and, but why don't we? Hmm. Like, like, Okay, so why is it so hard <laughs> to seek God? Well, I think overall we're just uh, so the blanket definition I would say is is sin. When I look at sin, Sunday school answer, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when I look at sin, um, you know, there's a lot of people that will sit here and and. Um, talk about this is sin in your life this this particular thing this particular thing but i yep. think it really breaks down very simplistically and even the 10 commandments um reflect this sin is selfishness so you're either choosing yourself over over other people or you're mm-hmm. choosing yourself over god that that's sin yeah right and so um, so I think it, it, it does all boil down to sin, but of course you can categorize that sin into different, different things oh, like, like pride, <laughs> pride yeah. like, uh, uh, laziness, like, um, I mean all pride and laziness, those are all self, those are selfish things, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, so, <clears throat> so sin certainly is one reason we don't seek God and Romans three kind of sums that up well it says uh romans 3 10 and 12 says as it is written none is righteous no not one no one understands no one seeks for god all have turned aside together they have become worthless 
No one does good, not even one. It says, so it says, no one seeks God. And so right from the bat, I want to just go, you try to do these things on your own, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Like in your own strength, your own will, I'm, you're going to muster up the strength to be in God's word, pray and fast. And if God's not involved from the beginning, first of all, the desire is probably not going to be there to do those things. Sure. But you're going to fail. Like, yeah. so, so ask God to strengthen you, ask God to give you the desire, the ability to do these things. And what I like about that is that it's almost both hyperbolic and literal, right? So like it says, no one seeks God, but is that necessarily, but we're seeking God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but, uh, but in the very literal sense too, like no one naturally seeks God, right? Right. Um, we naturally do the things that we want out of our own personal interests. Um, yeah, we could dive into the predestination realm here. Sure, and sure. Go, you know, but but my experience would be if God doesn't initiate, I would have never chosen Him or tried to follow. Sure. Him. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And even, you know, when we, even so many times, and this is true in my life, and I'm, I'm going to double down on the fact that this is most likely true in <laughs> a lot of people's lives. Um, like so many times I quote, seek God for an answer on something. And then I go through a selfish, uh, humanistic process to develop an answer for my questions uh, uh, that I have for God, right? So um, I'm seeking God on should I should I buy this house? Should I move to yep. wherever? Should I do this? And then, well, um, let's write a pros and cons list. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what's going to be best for my finances and blah, 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 blah. What if God wanted you to do something that wasn't good for your finances? Exactly. What if what if there were a thousand cons to one pro, but God still wanted you to do it? You know what I mean? So like that's what I feel like when I moved to <laughs> <laughs> Man, I had a lot of cons. <laughs> but God moved us here. <laughs> but I mean, so it and in in some respect too, like I feel like That's pride. Maybe maybe I do <laughs> maybe I only do things that I if I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do that. Well, maybe that's God. Probably God wants me to do it. You know. So, but it, so, yeah. but still, I'm still using myself yeah. to make that decision. I'm not necessarily seeking God and and waiting for um, His Holy Spirit to to make clear that way. And and there yeah. are times where you need to move, and there may be silence. And and yeah, so you, you just need to move and be prepared to move again when you hear something, right? Sure. I mean, and that's the whole God gives us wisdom and discernment yeah. and skills and the free will to choose sometimes. And so sometimes, I mean, we're always looking for the clearest answer, but sometimes God, he's not going to operate like sure. that. Sure. And so we have to, in our wisdom, in our counsel from other godly people, go, I'm going to move this way. Sure. Yeah. Maybe it's right. Maybe it's wrong. And, and you'll find out. I mean, there was <laughs> what? 400 year period. Am I right there? 400 year period of silence mm-hmm. where God did not yeah, between speak. Malachi. And, yeah. yeah. And are you, 
So you're saying nobody <laughs> nobody asked God or sought God in that time to to <laughs> I'm sure they did. And guess what? They probably didn't get an answer. Of course, yeah. you know, they're now they have the old there, testament they can draw yeah, from. They can draw and, from yeah. and and I'm sure there's an interpretation thing there. Like right. um maybe as a as a people unit sure. they didn't hear from God, but that doesn't necessarily mean that God didn't move yeah. in the life of this one individual or this individual or whatever. But um I, I I don't know. I'd probably have to dive into a really long study on that to to find out. But yeah. um you Yeah, know, but, but what 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 you're getting at here is we try to accomplish things in our own yeah. yep. humanistic mm-hmm. wisdom or whatever. Sure. And Psalm ten four says, uh in the pride of his face. So I would call that pride if we're we're yeah. not seeking really we might say we're seeking God, but if we're not really seeking God, we're just trying what, to do it in our own. What chapter is that? Uh Psalm ten four. Okay. It says, In the pride of his face, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts are there is no God. Now that that may not be where you're coming from is well, there's no God, but that's where our actions come from sure. when we don't seek him on things. Yep. Um and so that's another reason. And then of course that's just one sin, specific sin. Um, but the reason we don't seek God. But what we see in the life of Daniel is he um gives us three ways that he has always, um, and we see it consistently through the book, these are three things that he has done through his life. And um, as someone brought up in a recent conversation about this topic, um, it seems like Daniel is one of the few biblical figures we see where it doesn't describe his fall. Or, or, mm, yeah. or that he fell away from God, or even like even like just the roller coaster we have when we look at David's life. Sure, um, maybe it's because he did these things, three things. Maybe it's not, I, but there it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the first one that we see though is um, that Daniel perceived in the books, um, according to the word of the Lord Jeremiah the prophet. So he at the time recognized first that. What Jer- that Jeremiah was a prophet, and so what he was saying was the word of God. So, and he perceived in the books, meaning he was reading it. He was reading God's word and trying to figure out what it meant. And so, the first thing that I'm going to pull up is Bible study. This is the number one thing that we can do mm. is Bible study. And so, I think I don't know that we've ever done a podcast specific on how to interpret the Bible and what to do. And maybe we should get into that. It's, it's come up every podcast in one way or another. Sure. sure. Um, but basically, you know, why don't we study? Like, what are some reasons we don't? Well, because go to the Bible, because the game is on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. Because, uh, Turkey season's about to open and it's already uh, open. Trout season, well, not the well, not the statewide over the counter, which sure. is what I do. Um, you know, trout season's open, and um, and me and that thing that I like is open, and me and that thing that I like, and and me and me and self and selfishness and selfishness and selfishness. Those are the reasons. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, what? we've done that up next point. <laughs> But I mean, seriously though, right? Like Absolutely. Uh, we're, you know, I, and, and I hate to say like, oh, these are excuses because, ex- I mean, 
excuses to some extent do hold merit. Mm-hmm. It might not hold a lot, yeah. but there is something there, right? It, it, it's, it's, I brought this up about, um, you know, about bullies, right? You know, everybody's like, Oh, you know, don't believe anything the bully says. Well, have, you know, a bully doesn't call a, a skinny kid fat, right? You know, they, sure. they don't call someone four eyes that I don't even think they do that anymore. I don't know. I'm just dating no. myself here, but they don't call somebody four <laughs> eyes if they, if they don't they, wear glasses. Right. And, and so like the there, same with sarcasm, there's yeah. some truth. Yeah. In there, sarcasm. There's, there's, there's merit to yes. um, our excuses, but do, does that hold its weight? Does it add up to, uh, the opposition? No, not at all. Um, I think we, we asked the wrong question. Can I do this versus sure, should sure. I do this? Sure. You know, one of the things, uh, you know, be, just being busy, right? Like there's, you know, right right now it's a busy season for a lot of people. Why? Because soccer just started and uh, Little League just started. And it's spring, it's planting season. Track it's, just started and planting yeah. season and what like there there are legitimate things in our life that take up time. Um mm-hmm. and and so we get that, but how many of those legitimate things can we let go of? let go of spend or just spend less sure time doing sure yeah yeah re reprioritize some things in your life but yeah i mean men are busy it's just, it's simple right and the last thing we want to do is more work right you know we don't want to come home and go and, and sometimes reading the bible is work especially you know if i don't understand it maybe sure maybe your wife or your friends can they're they're in the bible and they're making notes and they can fill in the blanks and they're they know it. They just it just yeah. comes to them. Yep. And maybe for you it's hard work and men hate to feel stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So so why am I'm not even the gonna entire, read it? The entire world <laughs> tells us that we are on a regular basis. Why sure. do we wanna do something that's gonna make us feel that way, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so and so that's one reason, right? And and man, I've I've talked to people and well, let me preface this. Everyone that I look up to and I wanna aspire to be or I think successful and guess what? They all read, 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 and read. <laughs> They're always reading books and dead people and, and stuff like that. They're but reading m- dead people or well, the things they wrote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're reading things that dead people wrote. I gotcha. Okay. Not like a site. Now I'm on the same See, I can't understand it. So why would I sit here and <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, but men don't read. Like right? I think I think the the average person or average man reads less than one book a year. Yeah. So, and that's true for us because we do a lot of audio books. So, well, yeah, but see, there's, there's a, a point to this as far as like, okay, so if these are the reasons why, where can audio, we yeah. overcome those reasons? And, and audio one of book, them, one audio and a half book. Times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if it's a slow read, two maybe times. two times, you know, <laughs> I can't tell you the amount, you know, if I have to drive to Chicago for work, yeah. I can usually finish, finish a, book. a book between the way there and back, right? At one and a half speed. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a five and a half hour drive for me, for those who don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and so we have so many tools, learning tools Absolutely. available to us today that, yeah, maybe 
you know, this particular learning style is not something that works for you. That's fine. I am one of, I like for me to sit and read, um, and, and to develop something out of what I read yeah. as opposed to me, um, listening to someone who has a perspective on it and then maybe either uh, opposing that perspective or questioning other things. That's what gets me going. Like if I just read it on my own, I rarely get something out of it like that. Right. So, um, personally I like to read while I'm listening to the audio, like following along. Yeah. And, and that seems to help a lot, but I mean, there's so many different ways in which we can learn that it's, you know, the whole, uh, I, I once had somebody tell me, um, I don't listen to podcasts. I don't have time for that. I got this going on and that going on and this going on and that going on. And I'm like, well, you're not just sitting that's there. That's why we're doing podcasts. Right. <laughs> like, like that's why I listen to podcasts and that's why Will and I talked <laughs> about, we should do a podcast because like when I'm mowing my lawn, I can have a podcast on mm-hmm. and, and I can accomplish that tasks that I have as well as, uh, be productive during it, not just mowing the lawn, but actually listening to something and, 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 uh, edifying my mind, you know? Absolutely. So yeah, and, we, and we live so, in a great time for that. Why, you know, explore those options, right? Right. And so we don't want to just give, give the listeners uh, the rule, like you have to read the Bible, but we, we want to give them the tools. Like yeah, how, for sure. How to do this. And so, so what we're talking about is just that, right? So um, if you sat down for 20 minutes a day and read, maybe you're slow reader, maybe you're fat. I think this is just the average. If you sat down for 20 minutes a day, you'd read through the whole Bible in a year. Hmm. If you did that year after year, where would you be in five, 10 years? Sure, sure. From reading the scriptures every day. 20 minutes. Right. And you're not supposed to watch TV right before you go to bed anyway. So why don't you take 20 minutes to read? You know? Sure, absolutely. It may, maybe that's what redeem your commute to work, like you were just talking. Yeah, listen to the audio Bible. Yeah, there, there's so much out there. You version will read to you. Um, if you don't want to just sit down and open up your Bible, the U version app is great. You, oh, can, you can set a reading plan. It'll remind you. It breaks it into small chunks. Maybe you want to do it over the year. Maybe you want to do it chronologically. Maybe you want to just do devotions and get some Bible verses in there. Like we, like you said, we have the resources and we just need to start somewhere. Mm. It, it, it amazes me when we look at books like, uh, the insanity of God mm. and, um, other similar readings where folks who have such limited access strive so much and spend so much time in the word and, Westerners in general with nearly unlimited access and, and all sorts of opportunities and styles to absorb this content. Uh, And, and we don't, (laughs) it blows my mind, Uh, you know, like my, my kids hate this, but I, I even throw on audiobooks sometimes when we're commuting to, uh, to a soccer game or sure. somewhere, you know, to a, a cross country meet or something like that. Like they, they don't like it, but I guarantee it's better than throwing in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> the right. day, you know what I mean? Like th- there's, 
I don't know. I, it, it just blows my <laughs> mind. And the thing is, is it blows my mind, yet I am guilty. Absolutely. Right? So guilty. I'm not it, yeah. yeah. We're not in the word every day either. No. <laughs> no. <clears throat> but there's no excuse we shouldn't be. Right. No, there's not. Um, so so let's let's flip to prayer. Um, so we see Daniel perceiving in the books in, in a Bible study of sorts. And then we see then, so after he did this, then I turned my face to the Lord God, seeking him by prayer and pleas for mercy. So he's in the word. God's revealing stuff to him in the word. And that now shapes how he prays. He's, he's talking back, right? Right. He's hearing from God. To prayer. So <laughs> I've always, prayer is talking not to God, but with God. There's the active part of you talking, and there's an active listening too. Sure. Like that's sure. part of seeking God. Uh, and, and part of the active listening is what he reveals in his word. Part sure. of that is, man, sit and be still. So <laughs> turn stuff off. You know how many times I've asked a question verbally mm-hmm. and it gotten an answer just as I'm asking the question. And not, I, I'm not going to say, it's not like some sort of, uh, you know, freaky spiritual whatever, you yeah. know, the heavens part and the dove comes down. and No, but like... uh. You know, I would, God, why would you let this happen? Well, because da, 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 da. I'm like, oh man. Like, and, and it's, it's almost coming from myself. Like, like I'm asking it and then I would respond as if someone else was asking me that question. Like, well, duh. You know, so sometimes, sometimes I think it's these things that we've uh, absorbed throughout our lives that are now uh, manifesting themselves in our own questions, right? Like, I don't know if that really makes sense, but, um, you know, we, we have little pockets of memories in our, uh, in, in our nervous system that just, they pop out sometimes. (laughs) And, and is, I'm not going to sit here and say that that's not how the Holy Spirit works, right? Sure. I, I'm not going to say that at all because um, we are God's creation. That's the 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 spoken word of God, mm-hmm. uh, and so why couldn't He work it that way? I think it's awesome. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that and that's just one way, right? Right. <clears throat> one um, of one of many. <laughs> yeah. So some tools for for prayer. Um, We've done a podcast on prayer and what it looks like and, and the purpose and stuff, so go back and listen to that. But I just want to be able to give some the guys some tools um, to better your prayer life. And you know, But as we see in Daniel, you know, being in the Word of God can help your prayer life. It can yep. change you and how you pray and who you pray for, and, and uh, it changes us. And, um, but also, like, you know, we have a lot of hard conversations or, or uncomfortable conversations with people. Sure. And... Typically, as men, you know, in our own wisdom, we will say something, do something, have that conversation, and get ourselves in a pickle. <laughs> and then we go to God in prayer. That must be you, because I never yeah, do right. <laughs> then we go to God as uh, as a, as our cleanup, and and of course, God, He's not opposed to cleaning sure. up the mess. Sure. But I let me propose this: 
we go to God first. <gasps> no. So wake up. That's revolutionary. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> go to God first before you have that conversation, before you, you know, enter that activity or, or whatever it is. But but go to God first. Talk to God first. And that might be the same thing as your your daily Bible reading. Sure. Maybe you're setting a reminder to pray. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's gonna be right after you read God's word for fifteen minutes that for you know, every yeah. morning or evening or what during your commute. If we're not building that habit, though, it's going to be hard for us to pray to first. Yeah. We're going to do something and then realize, yep, I should have prayed about that. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> an- another way is a-, a prayer partner. Now, as men, we don't like to do this. <laughs> we don't like to maybe share prayer requests or pray for each other, or um, we like to do it alone and, and uh, you know, I don't need you type of attitude. Sure. <laughs> and, and, and maybe a lot of that's cultural, right? Sure. Uh, the, the, you I know, would agree. Any Western uh, capitalist, uh, and I'm not saying that's bad, by the way, uh, but, you know, just the whole uh, <clears throat> independent work drive um, is uh, is a cultural thing. There's, there's plenty of other uh, places that, masculinity is defined in a lot of other ways that, and, and I think learning that and understanding that will help us as men, um, to, to become more interdependent and lean on each other in those ways. But yeah, having a prayer partner. Yeah, definitely. And I know maybe it's uncomfortable for guys to have a prayer journal, a prayer diary. <laughs> I was, uh, I was just, wondering if you're going to use that just word. The, or just the word itself will make us not do it or not want to do it, not sure. write it down. Sure. Uh, but I'll be honest, in the times that I have wrote out my prayers, um, it helps me pray, first of all. Um, mm-hmm. Putting something on paper. Mm-hmm. You know, what do they say? You know, 80% of accomplishing a goal is simply writing it down. <laughs> right. Like there's, there's something to the the mind to hand, you know, writing it sure. down. Yeah. Um, but also being able to record how God has answered those prayers. And maybe you don't want to do a prayer journal. There's apps out there. There's prayer apps out there that you can put in your prayer requests. It, it will walk you through. You, you want to pray for five minutes and you sure. have five prayer requests. You open up your app and boom, each one will give you a minute. Boom, 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 boom. You're done with your, hmm. you went through all your prayer requests. You spent five minutes in prayer. You're done. What, what is that app? Because I definitely, uh, I'm sure there's several, <laughs> um, there's several and, but the one I'm specifically thinking of is called the echo app. Okay. Um, and I'm going oh, to actually download that. The right good now. thing with that, the good <laughs> thing with echo too, is you can, um, you can create groups. So we could, we could create a men's GCC men's group prayer app or whatever. The gathering and a lot. Yeah. And yeah, allow yeah. people in. And amongst us, we can share prayer requests just within that small group hmm. and sort of thing. But then you can answer, you can click answer, prayer was answered, type in how it was answered. Sure. And answered prayer, when we go back and see answered prayers, and it encourages us, it gives us hope. We know that God's listening. We know that, you know, prayer is real and prayer accomplishes stuff and prayer changes us. And so maybe that's one thing that you could do to help you. Um, the other thing that we see with Daniel, um, is fasting. So, so he perceives in the books, he seeks God by prayer and pleas. And then it says with fasting, 
So he fasts. And next month, we're going to talk specifically about fasting, what it is, where we see it in Scripture, the different types of fasting, the different reasons to fast. But just just quickly, basically, you know, I've heard it said like this, um, fasting is basically, it's a reset. So if you've ever... Um, if you've ever had a computer or technology issue, <laughs> it's a way to unplug. Exactly. Plug back in. You're right. <laughs> if I am having issues with my computer and I call the IT guy, what's the first thing they're going to tell me? Have you Power rest- off. Have you restarted it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And guess what? That fixes most of the problem most of the time. Yeah. And, and so fasting basically is the same thing. So maybe, um, and fasting can be done through more things than just food. So maybe you need to fast from food though. Maybe you need to say no to food and reset your appetite, reset your immune system, reset that food is your comfort instead of God. Maybe yeah. you need to fast from alcohol, tobacco, wh- whatever it is, um, to reset your tolerance. Like it, it, it's, it's not wrong to drink alcohol, but if you have drink and drink and drink and drink and drink, now all of a sudden you need more, and sure, now you're sure. maybe getting accidentally getting dependent dependent yeah. on it. So yeah, fast, reset so, that tolerance. Uh, I I used to work in uh, healthcare, and um, I worked in a lab. I did I did a lot of blood draws while I was there, mm-hmm. and um, the I could not tell you the amount of t- it was hilarious the amount of times that people mm-hmm. are like, uh, I can't fast. <laughs> I'm like, it's twelve hours. Like literally don't have a bedroom <laughs> snack and get here before you eat breakfast. Like that's it's 12 hours like it's not that and and it blows my mind the amount of people that like wake up in the middle of the night and then they'll go eat something at two in the morning or whatever right because we have this you know food source so readily available it's ridiculous uh but you can this is for all listeners the human body is capable of going without food for 40 days just like jesus did you need to have water, of course. Lots of water. And you may have issues with like electrolyte imbalance, which can be adjusted. But the human body is capable of that, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good thing to jump right into that. Maybe you should start <laughs> yeah, a little absolutely. bit smaller. Maybe do, uh, my buddy and I used to do a lot of 36 hours. Now, these were not for any spiritual uh, gain, but yeah. uh, we used to do like a bunch of 36-hour fasts or 48-hour fasts or whatever. But um but regardless, it, 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 it just blows my mind how many people think that they cannot yeah. do that. And it's like, no, you literally can. But fast, <laughs> fasting from food, I mean, for most of our listeners, if you can conceive it, you don't have to eat, right? Right, yeah. Um, but not only is it good, can it be good spiritually if done for that reason? If you fast and don't fill that time you would be regularly eating or spending on social media or looking at your phone or whatever – if you don't fill that with reading God's word or praying, then it is in vain and it's not for sure. a spiritual yeah. purpose. Yeah. But there is physical um Oh, for sure. Benefits to fasting. Sure. So it's it's a both and and you know, maybe you need to take a break from screen time. Um reset your mind. Like as, be, as I'm, learn to as be I'm literally bored. looking at four screens yeah, exactly, between right. two monitors, <laughs> uh 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 Laptop cell phone and, cell and the phone. laptop, <laughs> like <laughs> maybe I need to take a break from screens. Right, maybe you need. And to I don't even have my break. Blue light, my blue light glasses on. Oh, now you got oh, a headache. Gee. Maybe you need to take a break from work. Vacation, yes, but yeah. sometimes you know. Sometimes vacations are so exhausting that that's, don't bring your work home. Turn your phone off. 
don't check your emails after five. Man, I do that all the time. You know, like, <laughs> um, I've, I've heard it said, if you don't take a break, you will break, mm. you know, and, and that's, we see that like God has set up creation and, and the Sabbath is for us, like to allow us a time of rest. Mm. Um, th- these I are think there's all, controversy there, but I, I would think, agree I with you. I think there is. <laughs> um, and I'll argue it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you for sure. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, so, what, so the three things we see. Yeah. Bible study, prayer, fasting. We'll look at fasting more in depth next week. But just some week questions. Or next month. Next, well, we could record next week. We could. <laughs> it, would uh, be, next month. It, would, it would be before the gathering. This time. Which we are discussing <laughs> this particular podcast. Uh, so. Next month. Um, <laughs> but some just some things to to leave this, some questions would be, you know, some contemplation, reflection, whatever. What's one thing you can do to better your Bible study? Mm. What's one thing you can do to better your prayer life? And what is the one thing you need to reset in your life and fast from? Very, very simple. Like start small. Absolutely. Just start small. Because start somewhere. If you start big, it, you, it's it's just something that you're not you're you're not going to be able to keep up with just because of all of the selfish yeah. distractions and excuses that we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. You, you need know. to teach yourself, build yeah. that habit. Yeah. I think we have a podcast about that. So I think it was spiritual growth isn't a given or something. I think it was Craig Rochelle that said uh, maybe I want to say either Craig Rochelle or Andy Stanley. I'm not sure which. It sounds more like of a like a Craig Rochelle type of thing to do. So, but, uh, um, shout out Craig. Hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah. <right>. Um, <laughs> but, uh, he mentioned, um, in one of his leadership podcasts that, uh, he, every year he doesn't, he doesn't do like a, it's not like a new year's resolution or whatever, but he does a, uh, he, he starts a new habit and okay. he's done this for like, 20 some years. So he's literally, he's got 20 some habits habits that he does regularly. Um, and, but he builds it over a year. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one, just, you're just doing one new thing this year. Um, and I've seen people do that similarly with, uh, with tithing. Or, or, or they're sure. giving, yeah. you know, they start with 10% and you, you know, we did it. Let's do 11% next year. Let's it start do, with 1%. Right. Yeah. You for know, sure. Maybe 10% yeah, is maybe, a lot. T- maybe you. that's a, especially, you know, if your, your lifestyle is, you know, paycheck to paycheck, you yeah. might not be able to, uh, even fathom 10%, you know? Um, so start small one, what one little way to improve that study, one little way to improve the prayer, one little way to, or one little thing to just remove out of your life, even for a while. I'm not Catholic, but I've, I've many years even, uh, participated in Lent just because you know what, there's probably something I need to give up for 40 Absolutely. days. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, so yeah. And I, I guess I would just leave you guys with this then that, uh, a, a promise that we see in James four that in seeking God, that if you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. That's it for this episode of The Gathering Podcast. We appreciate your support. 
If you found value in today's episode, please hit that like button, share, and subscribe. We'd also appreciate a good review. But more importantly, if you're in the Gladwin, Michigan area, please join us for the Gathering Breakfast, held the second Saturday of each month at the 963 building on North M18, where we'll have plenty of bacon, and we'll touch on this episode briefly with some more outlook from men like yourself.